everybody, and welcome to Changemakers from Within, a podcast about the everyday heroes who are turning their for-profit businesses into socially responsible workplaces. I'm your host, Rachel Klausner, and I'm the founder and CEO of Millie, a social impact platform for companies of all sizes. Finding the things you're passionate about is great, but taking that passion and turning it into a career to affect change, unbelievable. That's exactly what Megan Goddard has done. A longtime fighter for criminal justice reform, Megan has worked to help previously incarcerated individuals re-enter society and get a fair chance at employment once they've been released. She's the Corporate Social Responsibility Program Manager at Checker, the background check company that helps take the bias out of the process, where she helps spearhead the company's social impact side. I cannot wait to dive in today for a lot of reasons, but Megan is legit one of my favorite people on earth. So this is going to be so much fun. And I just cannot wait for her to share her story because it truly is an amazing one. So Megan, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Yay. This is great. Okay. Well, because of how long overdue this is, we really need to jump in. What is so special about Megan is that not only is she focused on social impact and we're all here to talk about that, but she also just has this really unbelievable knowledge and deep passion for the fair chance movement. And so I cannot wait to use this as also an educational experience because Megan truly has taught me all about the fair chance movement, something I did not know much about before meeting her and now have really come to just be passionate about myself. So really excited to dive in. Before we dive into your story, Megan, I'd love for you to tell us what is the fair chance movement? Can you walk us through it? Absolutely. And thanks for that very flattering intro. I'm blushing. Um, So the Fair Chance movement revolves around a philosophy that everyone deserves a fair chance to work. Unfortunately, in our society today, not everyone gets that fair chance. And the movement is really centered on those who are most marginalized by society and in the workforce, which is those with criminal records. Historically, a lot of people have heard to the movement referred to as second chances, but that name kind of fails to recognize that a lot of people who have been impacted by our justice system never got a fair chance in the first place. And it also presumes guilt, and we know that the justice system has a pretty high error rate, and unfortunately there's a lot of people that have to do prison time or serve sentences even if they're innocent. And so we like to refer to it as fair chances. I actually just yesterday learned that there's a new term called Jedi, which is including justice as part of equity, diversity, and inclusion. And I kind of love that. So maybe it will be the Jedi movement someday. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Love it. Let's do it. Let's start using that. That's amazing. Megan, thank you for walking us through that. I think that's just really helpful context for folks as we dive into your background, because one of the amazing things about the work that you do at Checker is that it's so focused on fair chance and all of your amazing experiences prior also focus on fair chance. So you really are an expert in the field and that knowledge and expertise really lends itself to the social impact work that you guys do as a company, which I love and is very unique to be honest, right? We see oftentimes companies have different pillars that they focus on. And one of the things that I love about Checker is that the pillar is so closely tied to the product and the offering itself. So I'm really excited to dive into all that in just a little bit. Mm -hmm. 
Megan had known for a while that she wanted to work in criminal justice reform, but it wasn't until college when she took an internship as a workshop facilitator at Rikers Island that she began to shift her focus toward re-entry. When I was volunteering at Rikers, I was actually a student at NYU, and they have an amazing program called Lyrics on Lockdown, which allows students to facilitate arts-based workshops inside different jails in the area. The one I was doing a workshop for is Rikers Island, which is notorious to be one of the worst correctional facilities out there, which is why it's actually being closed soon, which I'm very happy about. But backtracking a bit, the reason I started doing that program was because I had been passionate about criminal justice reform for about five years up until that point. I had previously wanted to be a prison psychologist and help people with mental health and um, drug abuse addictions and things like that. And then when you go down that route, you learn how much overlap there is with the criminal justice system because the way America unfortunately treats those experiencing poverty or addiction or some kind of mental health issue is to criminalize their behavior and throw them in prison. And so I started to become increasingly more passionate about supporting those involved in the justice system. And so that's when I found Lyrics on Lockdown. But working within Rikers, it really deterred me from wanting to be a prison psychologist because just the unhealthy environment people are in inside prison made me feel a lack of hope for the ability to really change the system from within. So I decided I want to focus on reentry and then making sure that when people come out, they never go back in because they have a fair chance to enter the workforce and get housing and move on from their past. So Rikers Island was amazing in many ways. I loved working with the students who are incarcerated there, and it helped me find the path that I wanted to pursue for the rest of my life, which is what, what I've been doing since. Yeah, it's amazing and so thoughtful of you while you were there in that experience to realize that, okay, the thing that I thought I was going to do, you know, that I was super passionate about might not be the most effective and maybe pivoting, you know, still within the same overall cause area, but really focusing on something that you feel like you can tackle, right? Which is re-entry, which is so smart because that feels so much more, you know, manageable and um, something that's so crucial, right? It's such a big part of the overall story of Fair Chance and the experiences that people go through in, you know, in the justice system. So, that's amazing. Yeah, if I could just give a quick example. When I was at Rikers, the correctional officers oftentimes seemed very like friendly to us. And there were moments where we were like, maybe it's not so bad in here. They're like super kind. And then one day, I'll never forget it. We got to Rikers Island early. And around the corner, one of the correctional officers who had been one of those friendly staff members in previous times, she hadn't seen that we arrived early and she was yelling at our students, like literally in their faces, spitting in their faces pretty much saying, don't forget your place here, you're all animals in cages. Like those exact words, and I will never forget it. And I, I, I'm like shaking now, just like remembering it, because that's truly what so many over two million people are currently incarcerated in jails and prisons, and that's what so many of them are facing. And it just really changed my perspective on the justice system and what what is needed, which is mindset changes, heart changes, and so yeah, that's truly what I'm passionate about solving for. <laughs> That experience led Megan to seek out similar organizations, eventually landing her at the nonprofit Defy Ventures, where she would intern during her senior year at NYU and continue on with a full-time position after graduation. They take a really unique approach to justice reform, which is how do we help individuals in prison and out of prison learn entrepreneurship skills? Because so many of the skills that people have when in, involved with crime, such as running a, a drug operation for sale, 
skills. Like you have to have sales skills and people skills and operations skills. And truly, if you go down the line, like even bank robbery, there is a guy in our program who had robbed like 26 banks, something crazy like that. And the skill to think about the skills involved to do that and execute that successfully, like those truly are skills and they're transferable. And so a Defy Ventures would take those skill sets and teach them how to transfer them into using them for jobs that are legal and so that they don't have to look over their back all the time and worry about getting caught and put into prison. And so we would teach them entrepreneurship and character development and job readiness training. And I, after interning with them and graduating, one of their program managers that oversaw the post-release program um, went on to a different role. And so they bravely gave me an opportunity to step into that field. And it was truly the dream and the perfect job outside of college. So I did that for about two years and it was such an incredible experience. And yeah, and that's also what led me to Checker. As a background check company, Checker was not the obvious place for Megan to take her next steps. She was initially turned off by the company because she viewed them as the enemy, but she came to see the work they were doing to fix how background checks are used, and she wanted to become a part of the mission. Yeah, it's quite funny because Checker's a background check company, and people, when they find out that knowing me and that I'm so passionate about justice reform, and they're like, you work at a background check company? It's hard to comprehend, so I'll explain it a little bit better, and hopefully I'll make more sense. But um, when I was at Defy Ventures, one of the biggest things we would do is try and help place people in employment and full-time careers um, where they can have livable wages and then grow their careers. And that was honestly the hardest part of my job because we would have these amazing individuals go through our program. They were overqualified for the jobs most of the time that they were applying for um, and oftentimes would get conditional offers. But then once the background check came back, they would get those offers rescinded and the person wouldn't get a chance. And that happened over and over and over again. And it was so frustrating. And ironically, Checker was one of few companies that were hiring our folks, and not just like one or two, but like seven of the people in our nonprofit program. And they, who are now my amazing colleagues, would just rave about the company to me and say like, Megan, you have to jump on board. This company is changing the system and they're making employment for people with records so much easier. And I was so skeptical because it one, it's a for-profit company and I never thought I'd work in the corporate world. <laughs> and two, it's a background check company and I thought they were the enemy. But after really doing some investigation and learning that fair chance is core to everything that they do, I started to really understand why they loved it so much. And something I love about Checker is that they're leaning into this broken system, which is that 94% of employers use background checks. And that's not the problem, but because there are actually some records that are relevant to a job. For instance, if you're applying for a bus driver position um, and you have like seven DUIs that are recent on your record, it's probably not the best fit for you. But the problem is that most employers overly reject people with criminal records because they don't know how to give someone a fair evaluation. They don't know how to determine if a criminal record is relevant to the job. And so that's what Checker is really trying to, to solve for. So that was about four and a half years ago that I was doing my investigation and fell in love with the mission. And I've been here ever since. Checker uses technology to call employer attention to the parts of a person's background check that are only relevant to the job they are seeking. Their work helps to reduce discrimination against those with a record and make sure irrelevant past actions aren't used against them. To give you an example of one of our products, we ask employers to let us know which records are relevant to the job and perform what's called a nature time nature test. So they think about what is the nature of this crime? Is it something that's super severe and super relevant to the job? And if so, they let us know and we highlight their attention to those records and filter out everything else. And so for instance, 
if a possession of marijuana charge is not relevant to the job, they won't even see it when they're looking at the person's background check. Because unfortunately, even if they know it's irrelevant, it can create a lot of bias to see words like misdemeanor, felony, and guilty, and all of these words. Possession of marijuana is actually one of the top charges people get rejected for, which is really unfortunate because it's being legalized all over the country now. Um, but it's still, there's just a lot of bias embedded within it. And so we do our best to figure out how we can get employers to really focus on the records that matter and provide education as well about the Fair Chance Movement, about the justice system, about those who are most impacted, such as those who are enduring poverty. And yeah, and through education and through product features and through activating our internal employees, which can get us to Millie, we figure out how to impact and support those who are going through the justice system. Amazing. I love it. I've always loved it. Like since we met and since I heard about Checker and what you guys do, and obviously we've used it at Billy for our team. I just, I love it. Like the way that you guys lean into the product and the mission and they're so intertwined. It's just amazing. So cool. So you started at Checker. What kind of role were you in and Tell us about that. That's a great question. I've had quite a journey at Checker in a few different roles. I started off in the beloved candidate experience team. I was managing a group of representatives who were speaking to candidates, most of the time candidates with records. So these are individuals who our customers are running background checks on. So for instance, one of our biggest customers, Uber, if an individual was applying to drive for Uber, they would have to have a background check done on them. And every single day, Checker gets calls from candidates with records saying really harrowing stories like, hey, I'm a single mother. I had this record from like six years ago. It was a huge mistake. I haven't done anything since and I really need this job to feed myself and my family. And so our candidate experience representatives are on the calls with them, telling them about their rights, helping them understand the background check process, what they can or can't do. And yeah, just supporting them through that. And so it was a really amazing experience because I feel like the candidate experience team is at the heart of Checker in many ways, like keeping the blood flowing for our mission by being so proximate to those we're impacting. And so that's where I started. And then I had an opportunity to join our legal team, which might sound quite random. <laughs> I have no experience being a lawyer or a paralegal or any of that, but they needed some operational support. And I was very excited to learn about all the laws that are related, especially the fair chance laws that were sweeping the nation and protecting those with records. And so that is not something I knew before. I used to think the law is always a against people with records, but actually there are so many laws, including ban the box laws, fair chance laws that are sweeping the nation to support individuals and help them get a fair chance to work. So that was an amazing experience being able to learn about all of that. And then most recently I joined to a, a full-time role to focus on our mission and our corporate social responsibility program. And that's where I'm at right now. Amazing. How did you go from the legal team to the CSR role? So when I joined Checker, the mission, even though it was so integral to the company since its inception, it was more of like a, a core value and something that was like embedded in the company, but not in a super tangible way, in the sense that there was no full-time resources dedicated to the mission um, or our social impact work. And so there was not a lot of structure around where are we channeling our focus and our energies. So a lot of it was really grassroots volunteers within the company who were super passionate about our mission that came to the company because of our mission, including a 
lot of the people with criminal records that Checker has hired. So together, we formed a very small committee called Bounce Back. And when I started, it was literally like five people, like three times a week, getting in a room and being like, okay, how can we influence Checker's product to be more mission driven? And how can we do this and that and get more partnerships with nonprofit reentry organizations? Um, and four years later, fast forward, there's about 180 members of the Bounce Back Committee. And that growth has really... I think, been responsible for why Checker has chosen to create a corporate social responsibility program and dedicate more full-time resources. Because we saw the power of the people. And when you get people together who are so passionate about doing a social good um, and using a company's resources to impact communities around them, it just produces magical results, not just for talent acquisition and inspiring people to join the company, but also for customer acquisition and for being a company differentiator and so many things. And so the company was like, wow, we really need to invest more in this. And so just in 2021, we decided to take the 1% pledge and dedicate 1% of our financial resources towards starting a nonprofit arm called Checker.org. And that's what I was hired to help lead. Checker.org didn't always exist at the company. So not only does Megan help lead it, but she was also one of the handful of people that helped create it. Our CFO announced in one of our all hands meetings that uh, Checker wanted to take the 1% pledge. Pledge 1% is a program that helps companies give back to social causes and nonprofits in their community. You can pledge 1% of your equity, time, products, or profit, or choose a combination. The aim is for all companies to build corporate giving into their culture and that those donations will grow as they do. They were asking for volunteers to really guide what that process could look like, what we could be using the funds for, how we can maximize impact with our mission. And so right away, I like raised my hand. I was like, I need to be on this volunteer committee. And so we would meet once a week and really brainstorm what is the most impactful way to use this pledge and to actualize it. And then through that work, we just, yeah, we did. We got so, I got so excited about what we were doing as a company. And then they were like, we really need to hire someone full time to lead it because they saw how complex it was and how much support it would need to really drive home its impact. And so they opened up a role and I applied for it and probably being underqualified, but just super passionate. Definitely and, you know, not underqualified. <laughs> Definitely not underqualified. <laughs> passion goes a long way. And so I think they saw my passion and I somehow convince them that no matter what, even if I didn't have the skills, I'd be so passionate about making sure I learned the skills to be successful in this because I cared so much. And so they gave me a chance. And that's what I've been doing. And it's been really exciting because I got to hire an amazing boss for myself, who is our new executive director of the nonprofit checker.org. And his name is Ken Oliver. And he just recently joined the team. So we're so happy to have him. Yay. Welcome, Ken. <laughs> Amazing. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about the Checker Impact Programs and Checker.org. Tell us about that story and what you guys are working on. So being a very mission-driven company, Checker has a unique opportunity to channel its social impact efforts into one movement, which is the Fair Chance Movement. However, there's so much community impact and social impact that it is encompassed in that Fair Chance movement. And so when we were super excited to start Millie, for instance, it really helped us create targeted campaigns for our mission where we can find the most impactful nonprofits in the space who are doing this work and figure out how can our employees get proximate with those nonprofits to support one another and to allow our employees to take on mission-related work because we know that drives passion and productivity and excitement. And also it allowed our nonprofit partners to level up and to get all the support that we never previously had. And so 
Um, I should probably take a step back. Checker.org is our social impact program, and it has a focus on fair chances and specifically fair chance hiring and how can we empower employers to hire people with records and those who are impacted by our justice system or formerly incarcerated. And so that's our core focus. But within that, there's a lot of branches, including all of our social impact initiatives and employee engagement activities. Yeah. I mean, truly amazing how much you've done with your role. Like every time I see more checker stuff come out, I'm like, oh my God, Megan, you are amazing. So much of it thanks to Millie. No, oh my God. You guys, <laughs> you guys just know what you're doing over there. It's amazing. Yeah, actually, speaking of all the work that you guys have done on Millie, you guys have donated. I just looked in the eight months that you've been on Millie, you guys have donated over $100,000 to dozens and dozens and dozens of nonprofits. And by you guys, I mean your team, your employees as a company. It's truly incredible, like really unbelievable. And a lot of this money has been through a lot of the campaigns you guys have run. What have you seen resonate with your team? Like truly amazing that you guys have raised that much money. Yeah, it's mind blowing to me as well. Because before we had Millie, we really had no way to engage employees in this way and to personally take the 1% pledge and commit their own financial resources and volunteering work towards the causes that they care about. We had no way of doing that before. People could come to bounce back and find a volunteer opportunity, but still there wasn't a lot of structure. So Millie has been amazing at allowing employees to take the mission into their own hands and figure out how do I impact my community and how do I dedicate money to a nonprofit I love that maybe Bounce Back doesn't know about. And so it's just been so incredibly impactful. And the campaigns are definitely the thing that has been driving the most impact. For instance, when the tragedies around Ukraine happened and the war started, so many employees were like, we need to figure out something. We're feeling so called to action. We feel so far away from what's going on. Like, how can we possibly support and then we saw that Millie launched a template campaign for Ukraine. And so we took that and ran with it. And within like, I think a few days, we raised like $50,000 and that turned into 80000 Like it was just crazy to see how much our employees wanted to give and chose to give in a, such a targeted effort. And so uh, stuff like that has been amazing. We also launched a mission-related campaign called Fair Futures. Um, and we have been working with nonprofits in the space for a long time. And we picked some of our favorites and put them on the campaign. And that also raised a ton of money. And so um, it's just been so fun to be able to um, inspire one another in such a profound way. For instance, like with the Slack integration, one of our leaders donated to a campaign and then the ripple effect was crazy. I've never seen anything like it. Like 50 people donated like within two minutes after seeing he donated. And just to see like the groupthink mentality and the inspiration involved in those campaigns, it, it's just been amazing. Amazing. Oh, that makes me so happy to hear. <laughs> that is awesome. I mean, it also shows just what kind of team you guys have. Like what an incredible group of employees, like every checker employee I've spoken to has just been each one more incredible than I could ever imagine. Like, I'm just like, what are they doing over there? They're hiring the best talent ever. Wow. Amazing. So you guys were the trendsetters. <laughs> and I very much appreciate you guys doing this with us, but you guys actually were our Giving Madness pilot. What's Giving Madness? That's a great question. Little known fact, almost 80% of charitable giving happened at the very end of each year. That's crazy. Nonprofits deserve more. And we should have fun giving year round. Yeah! 
let's talk about the giving craze that's sweeping the nation. All right, Gwen, walk us through. For those who don't know, Millie's Giving Madness is a sports-style company-wide bracket filled with nonprofits. The company puts a whole bunch of money towards the bracket and employees learn about and vote for their favorite orgs to move through the games. The total pool is then donated proportionally to each nonprofit based on how far they got in the tournament. So before anyone else knew about this crazy thing that we did with giving back and brackets and all that fun stuff, you, Megan, and your team took a chance and decided to be our pilot before we launched it to make sure all the bugs were worked out, to make sure this actually was a thing that people wanted to use. So thank you for trailblazing with us. Can you tell us a little bit about how it went and what that experience was like? First off, no thank you needed. That was the coolest, even from the demo, like, hell yes, are we doing this? We have to be a part of this. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, so revolutionary. um, And I truly believe it's going to change employee engagement forever. It's so fun. And yeah, it just changed the way we we have decided to engage our employees in, in our grant making efforts. Before, we just had a small committee deciding on who we give grants to, but now we can engage every single employee and they can be a huge part of that effort. And so we loved it from beginning to end. There were no bugs. It was the smoothest <laughs> pilot I've ever been in. And I work at a tech company, so we do a lot of pilots. But it was so smooth. It was so fun. We chose 16 amazing nonprofits and right away, employees were so excited to start voting and donating. And And it was really cool because a lot of our mission partners, like Defy Ventures, get a lot of recognition from employees because they they create these really impactful volunteer opportunities where they bring people inside prison. But the vast majority of the uh, nonprofits we work with don't have a lot of proximity with our employees. And so Giving Madness... We call it Mission Madness, but Mission Madness was such an amazing way to get our employees proximate to these nonprofits and in so doing, proximate to the mission and the people that we're serving. And so I can't tell you the number of times people slack me and like, I didn't know about Mile High Workshop and this amazing organization in my own community and now I'm volunteering for them. And stories like that were just so fulfilling and so heartwarming for me to hear. And we're so excited to do this on a more quarterly basis um, and to highlight different nonprofits and yeah, it was just a huge success. I can't say enough about it. Amazing. I'm so happy it worked out. And you guys were really, truly guinea pigs that <laughs> just took it head on and were like, sure, we'll try this new thing out that's never been tested. Let's put a whole bunch of money towards it. <laughs> um, and amazing because it ended up going to such great nonprofits. And something that we didn't notice when we were watching it that you noticed, which was really cool, was that there were a whole bunch of people that were donating during the bracket because they were learning about the nonprofits in the bracket and going to those nonprofits directly and and giving back, which is so freaking cool. So cool. Yeah, for those who don't know too much about Giving Madness, we, Checker, donated the main pool of funds, but Giving Madness gives employees the opportunity to also donate to the nonprofits or to the overall giving pool. And that was the, like Rachel said, the coolest thing ever, that so many employees donated and increased the pool of funds, and we're just so excited to individually contribute. So that was awesome. Yeah, amazing. Your team. Again, I'm just going to keep going on about the Checker team. Unbelievable. (laughs) I love it. Amazing. So I want to talk about what's next. So what is the vision? What's the big vision for social impact at Checker? And kind of how do you envision this program expanding over the next five or so years? I have so, I'm a big dreamer. So I have so many (laughs) thoughts and ideas. I would say the growth of our social impact initiatives has been so inspiring that I can see Checker becoming 
or being viewed as more of a social enterprise than a for-profit corporation. Like, I know it's a for-profit business, and the mission is so integral, the social impact work is so integral to everything we do that it feels more like a social enterprise. Like, the clear connection between the societal good that the employees are producing is just so profound, and I really think that I hope that Checker can pave the pathway for more tech companies, more corporations to recognize the ability to socially impact the communities around them. And so I'm so excited to continue building this with Checker, but also for it to be a template model for other tech companies. We are launching a Fair Chance Tech Coalition, really to inspire some of our tech peers to get involved in the Fair Chance movement and start social impact programs of their own that are targeted just because we've seen the magic that that can have within a company. And really to create a focus on empowering the employees because oftentimes corporate social responsibility programs are just a siloed effort within a company. A few employees get the opportunity to impact it or make the decisions on grants and everything else. But really when you put the power in the people and all your employees and give them a chance to be part of social good through Millie and through their own ideas for ways that they can activate their communities, like the power is so much greater and the impact you can have is so much greater. And so I'm just so excited to continue seeing that grow and for other companies to jump on board too. So that's kind of big, but I would say that's my vision. <laughs> I love how big the vision is and I love that you guys are inspiring other companies. That's amazing. And I'm I'm hopeful that some of our listeners may say, oh wait, that's us. We want to be a part of it. <laughs> because that sounds incredible and so not surprising that you're going big like that. I love it. Yeah, I would say if anyone were, is listening to this, the biggest take home message is like you can have such a profoundly big impact within your company, even if you're not like a full time corporate social responsibility person. Like we started off as a group of five who were passionate and meeting three times a week. And that's all it took to grow this incredible program where we now have a nonprofit arm and all of this stuff. It just started off with a few employees who are passionate about the mission and what we're doing. So I would say no matter what kind of company you're working at, you can have such a profound amazing impact on your communities and lead the efforts for your company to get involved in that work too. Yeah, I love it. I feel like Megan, you're truly embodying the change makers from within title that we have here, right? Like you and four other folks got together for a few times a week, totally not with that CSR hat on, but just really diving in and saying, hey, let's just do this. It doesn't matter if it's our job or not, but like we're just inspired to get things done and change the way we interact with our mission and it's just amazing and then look at you guys now like unbelievable how much growth you guys have had and the work that you guys have done around impact unreal it's been such a blessing it's so cool and i'm so excited to be on this journey with millie i feel like you escalated our efforts times 10 so oh my god no no it's true Megan, you're amazing we're 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 just here to be the cheerleaders because you guys are the ones doing the hard work so i'm just Seriously, thank you so much for just, I mean, obviously being a partner, but being a friend, coming on here, sharing your story, unbelievable how passionate you are about the cause, so much so that it really impacted every choice you took in your path along the way to get to where you are today. And just your commitment to it, like unbelievable how many years you've dedicated to this mission and just trying to figure out like, how can I be as impactful as possible to this mission that you have as an individual? Look at where it's led you. And you've inspired so many people along the way. Like, amazing. Yeah, <laughs> You're so sweet. Thank you. Oh, my God. Well, anyways, I'm just so... I could go on and on being Megan's cheerleader. So I am going to pause here because I just want to say thank you for being on the podcast and just cannot wait to continue watching your story. 
No, right back at you. I feel like you're the best partner and cheerleader to have. So thank you. And thanks for letting me be on this. Awesome. Bye, Megan. Changemakers from Within is a production of Millie, the charitable giving platform that helps for-profit companies build cultures of giving. If you're looking to jumpstart social responsibility initiatives at your workplace and don't know where to start, check us out at milligiving.com. Thanks to Audionautics for some of the music.